We stand together, united as one. Forward on we go, facing friend and foe. We will know what it is. We have not time for that. If we make mistakes, we are lost. Welcome to the Alleycast with me, Steve O'Connor. So this week on the podcast, I have uh, one of GT's own, which is Ben Tench. And we're going to be talking about his new project that he's got coming up early next year in February, which is basically seven marathons in seven days and doing that loaded as well. And also just about the sort of general mindset of Tabin and his fitness and also a little bit about his story as well. Um, Before that, obviously, we are still in the middle of lockdown 2.0 at the moment. So um, I have got one more Alleycast challenge that I'm hoping to get out this year, which is Hell Weekend. But I've put that on hold because of lockdown, because it's it's going to mean you spend a lot of time at the house. So I don't think it's responsible to do that at the moment. Um, But that is coming your way, and that may be delayed till 2021. Let's see what happens. We've got the news of this new vaccine, so hopefully that will give us a little bit of welcome relief. And we can uh, and we can start to move forward with some decent events next year. Also, for those of you that have been on the uh, Instagram or the Facebook page this week, you will have noticed that there's some brand new uh, Alleycast workout gear on there as well. So some great T-shirts on there, some great designs, um, which you can go over and purchase because the the, the Alleycast podcast will always be free to consume for you guys, but it's certainly not free to create. So any support that you can give to the podcast by uh, just raising some funds for me to keep continuing to get these uh, inspirational guests out to you that will be most welcome so without further ado let's go straight across to my chat with the one and only ben tench Hi mate, can you hear me? I can hear you mate, yeah. How you doing? Yeah, good thanks mate, good to speak to you. Excellent, good to catch up with you Ben. Um, should we just get straight into it? Yeah, I will warn you the dog when the wife gets home will go absolutely mental in the background. Don't worry about it, the same's probably happening here and the, I think you might hear sirens in a minute because I think the, the police are practising chasing each other again which they, we seem to be on one of the routes around here so we're... <laughs> There's little unmarked cars going around with the traffic cars, all lights flashing everywhere. So you'll probably hear them go past at some point. Cool. Uh, great to speak to you, mate. I think last time we were together, uh, we were up on Penny Fan um, around there. Yeah. It seems it seems a long time ago now, doesn't it? But you know, it does. Yeah, it does. <laughs> there's, there's a lot happened since then. Um, like what I want to talk to you about. So I think we'll get on later to um, obviously the challenges and that you've got. Come, well, your major challenge that you've got coming up next year. Because um, I, I, I don't know about you, but I'm sort of I'm looking at sort of solo challenges. I think for next year, because I'm not completely sure that there's going to be any events next year like this that hasn't been this year. To be no. honest with you, I think I think we're stuck with this for a while, aren't we? Um, I think so. Yeah, it's it's a bit worrying, really, on that front. It, it is, mate. Yeah, I mean, I've pretty much. I mean, you know, most of us have sort of written off this year. We've managed to get a couple of events in maybe here and there, but. Um, yeah, I think I think it's just pretty safe just to sort of write off next year and anything that comes as a bonus, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Cool. Definitely. So you, um, 
so we we've had a chat when we were out in the hills. So we were up and sort of Movam away, and then we were out sort of Penny Fan over, over a couple of weekends ago. And so we had a chat and went through your story and what have you, because you you weren't always a runner, were you? Uh, no, not at all. Um, I sort of really only got into the CF running seriously since I've been a part of the Gone Sabin group. Mm. I've done sport in various forms in the past. Uh, I did tug of war quite competitively at one point. Um, and I did a stint with the Army Reserves, so I did a lot of cross-country skiing. And that's where I first sort of got into the tabbing um, side of things then. But yeah, never been a big runner at all. You've, you've certainly made up for it, especially this year, mate, because you've, I think, you know, you're pretty much, well, I think you and Steve Ellen, um, you're pretty much up there with every challenge that's come along. Certainly all the ones I've set, you've been out there and doing it. And, you know, with the with the, uh, the, the Golden Road, you, you were all over that as well. So do you want to just go sort of back in time, really, and just sort of tell us about your sort of time in the Army Reserves and, you know, what, how you sort of got into fitness and then got out of it and then got back into it again? Yeah, certainly. Well, it probably goes... I mean, I left home at quite a young age uh, and went to work. I hated school and never really took part in sport or anything at school. So the sooner I could leave, the better. Um, Moved down to the southwest. I was working with horses at the time. um, And that's where I sort of developed a love for the countryside uh, because most of my working life, I've been outdoors. Mm. Um, And all the work I've ever done whether it's been with horses as you will know horses everything to do with horses you're carrying you're lifting yeah, on your bed <laughs> and, um, so it's all physical so I've worked with horses I put up my keys for a living I've been involved in heavy construction so everything I've done has been of a physical nature mm. so Certainly, when I was doing a lot of hill walking, um, when I was in the southwest, I lived on Dartmoor for uh, 11, 12 years. Okay. Um, beautiful area. Yeah. Uh, I'd move back there tomorrow if I could. Um, I loved it. Made a lot of good friends down there and um, got shown quite extensively a lot of Dartmoor. I wouldn't have um, seen if I hadn't had friends in sort of the horse world, a lot of them, a lot of my friends at that point were um, range wardens for the okay. MOD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Around the Oakhampton camp area where they run the 10 tours and yeah. uh, uh, commando shuffle. So we, I got to see some really remote parts of the moor and uh, really enjoyed that. That uh, type of life. Um, moved back up to Shropshire uh, 15 years ago now, mm-hmm. and uh, that was when I, I took up the Army Reserves, wanted to do something with me spare time. Um, my local unit was an RLC <clears throat> unit, X, and um, sort of blagged my. <laughs> Win test on my uh, initial <laughs> um, did, did the run past that uh, a good time for me age did the press ups and the sit ups no worry and then uh, luckily for me because I can't swim very well at all uh, the PTI who was due to take the swim test wasn't there so uh, uh, 
my OC of uh, our squadron said to me, well, uh, what, what are you like at skiing? And I'd been on uh, one drunken skiing holiday about 10 years previous and said, yeah, I'm brilliant. <laughs> and uh, yeah, just... me way onto the squadron and regimental ski team and uh, had three uh, good uh, years, year after year, uh, competing uh, for my regiment in the RLC Ski Championships in Germany which uh, I don't know whether you've ever uh, done Nordic skiing. It's... Do you know what I've not, mate? I, was here. I, I, spent, um, I spent two years in northern Canada and never actually put a pair of skis on, believe it or not, which is probably one of my biggest regrets about <laughs> being that. I, I, I discovered snowmobiles. <laughs> yeah, well, fair, fair one, fair one. Um, Nordic, Nordic skiing in itself is basically tabbing on skis. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so... Uh, after a couple of weeks of having lessons in the morning and competing in the afternoons, uh, it soon came together. Mm. And um, again, again, improved my fitness no end. And, and with the reserves, obviously, we were doing regular fitness sessions. Yeah. And um, the, the tabbing side of it went from strength to strength for myself, really, mm. because I... I never had a problem carrying the weight yep. um, because of the work I'd done in the past. Um, so I, I, I really enjoyed the tabbing, and through that, I got to uh, compete in the Paris 10 yep. and uh, had, uh, was part of the uh, regimental team three or four years and uh, managed to get over to Holland as well and uh, take part in the Nijmegen marches. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. Fantastic experience. Uh, I'd love to do it again now, but it always falls at the wrong time of year for me for work mm. um, because the atmosphere for that was phenomenal. Yeah. Um, I mean, the heat that year, I think it was 2013, uh, I, went, I was out there in the heat. It was high 30s um, temperature-wise. So we were starting at some mornings at 3 in the morning. Right. To get to get the twenty five miles out of the way before it got too hot, and um, the people were fantastic because I, certainly in this country, if you have thousands and thousands of people tramping past your house at three in the morning, maybe uh, I think a lot of the Senate is flying your way. Yeah. Um, but the people were fantastic, inviting inviting you in for food and drink mm. and. and boosting your morale it's a phenomenal atmosphere it was great to be part of it yeah it's, it, do you know what it's not, again it's not an event I've done um, I, I sort of nearly did it when I was in, in the cadets one of those nearly people um, but when I was in the army cadets and then seeing the RAF it never really sort of popped up as an event but it's something that I've looked at every year and thought I, I need to get involved in that maybe we need to get a, a GT team in there one year yeah definitely definitely yeah. be worth doing Mm. Uh, especially if you can sort of get into staying on the on the camp, mm. the main camp, Human Sword, um, because the the social scene then as well is, is mm. brilliant. I mean, Nijmegen itself is open twenty four seven during that week. Yeah, I think I think they they actually use it as a public holiday, a week long public holiday, because <laughs> everywhere seems to be open twenty four seven. They've got bands playing on stages in in the ta in the towns, so uh, yeah, just, just a phenomenal atmosphere. Brilliant. So, 
as regards your fitness in the in the um, <clears throat> sorry in the reserves, and um, did, did you stay in the reserves? Are you still in them now or? No, I, I, I sort of um, I was in for seven years. Okay, yeah, good stuff. And um, at the time, I was uh, running my own business, um, and it was a lot of the employees I had were reservists who were wanting to go on tour. Mm. Um, and I, I, it ended up I really wasn't doing it justice. Yeah. I think yeah, if you're in the reserves, it, it is getting a more professional outfit. Now, gone are the days of it being uh, the drinking club, yeah, yeah. the old boy drinking club. Um, and um, I really wasn't devoting the time and the energy to do it justice. Mm. Uh, so I, I came out after seven years, um, still got a lot of friends in it, still keep in touch with a lot of the guys and um, do miss it. But uh, on the flip side, in my life, certainly gone tabbing has filled that void, so to speak. So, um, sorry, go on. Sorry, mate. Button. I mean, it's, it's like-minded people doing something you enjoy. Mm. I mean, I, I love being in the reserves. I, I love the whole um, the soldiering side of it, mm. and uh, found it really interesting. Did a lot of skill at arms work um, and navigation work with them, um, which up until I sort of got involved with Gone Tabbing, I mean, navigation had got quite rusty mm. and uh, done a few days quite recently, which has helped bring that back. Um, I, I, I managed to uh, get them on a, one of the avalanche navigation days, which, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, they're brilliant days. And um, I've done another training day with them uh, a couple of weeks ago up in the Snowden area. And, yeah, brilliant days. Yeah, that Snowden so, one looked amazing. That was all around Strafan and all around there, wasn't it? That looked, uh, yeah, yeah, that looked pretty was, brilliant. Um, uh, yeah, it was. The weather was vile. Yeah. Um, uh, there was five of us, um, and I, I, it was the first time I'd been in that area. Mm. And I was I was trying to get some um, loaded miles in. Was it five by the DS? No, seriously, yeah. don't carry it too much weight. When we were out there, I could see why, <laughs> yeah. uh, because the ground was totally unforgiving, and at times it was almost. Uh, a bit more than scrambling. <laughs> oh yeah! Once you get over that side of over that side of the Penny Pass, and you um, you, you go round to Fan and round the Glithers, that's it's it is unforgiving round there, isn't it? There's no there's not a lot of margin for error, is there? Once you're round there, no, no, uh, and I, we weren't really following uh, well used paths at mm. all. I think we were making our own route at times and uh, picking our way through. Um, but I mean the DS. We were brilliant that day. I mean, the, the weather was really challenging. Mm. And, uh, yeah, it was a great day. Good crack. Uh, great gang of guys. And uh, looking forward to the next one with them, to be honest, because it's. Uh, I'd advise anybody if they get the chance get on one of them one of them days, um, because yeah. you see some stunning country, and you can practice your nav. Which I mean, it's going to help you on in any situation when you're out on the hills, isn't it? And um, oh, totally. especially if you're planning to do do things uh, with avalanche in the future, the test marches and that, which I'm hoping to try and get on next year at some mm. point. 
Yeah, I mean, the the, the no-nonsense on in the training days, really. It, you know, they, they teach you exactly what you need to be taught, and there's no there's no sort of messing about. Um, uh, you know, it's it's certainly not. You know, if, if you go to some of the sort of venture training places that, you know, that, that you do see sort of advertising, it, you, you do realise that they're probably, some of them are just after your money, but they're really sort yeah. of putting the, they're putting the heart and soul into actually just teaching you the, the actual skills you're going to need out there, aren't they, Avalanche? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Cool. So when you when you sort of decided that, that you know that you couldn't give the reserves the time that you that that, that it deserved, really, did, did you maintain your fitness then, or did life just take over? Um, life took over mm. uh, to a, a certain extent. Um, like I said, I was running my own marquee hire business, so summers were flat out, and um, the wife and myself we we had another business as well. We were operating our own hog roast business, okay, yeah. so we were pretty much working seven days a week between mm. us, uh, while both of us were had other jobs as well. Um, so my fitness did suffer a little bit and um i had a few issues i developed although i didn't realize it at the time went through quite a bad patch with drink mm. um at the time i wouldn't have acknowledged it but looking back now i did have quite a serious drinking yeah. problem yeah. uh i was drinking to excess partly i think because of the culture i yeah. i've been brought up in um mm. i come from a a family where the guys work hard and play hard. Yep. Um, and certainly when I was living on my own in the southwest, I was living in a remote area. If you wanted anything, you wanted a day's work or you wanted a bag of spuds or a load of logs, you went to the pub and saw the guy <laughs> and sorted it out. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, so I, I have grown up in quite a big drinking culture. Mm. Um, Unfortunately for me, and I didn't realise at the time, it was, you know, it, and it, it did get the better of me. Yeah, yeah, it's um, easy done, isn't it, mate? Yeah, I, I mean, luckily, um, my wife's been great. And <clears throat> last year, I made the conscious decision to uh, give up drinking mm. New Year's Eve. Right. Okay. Uh, while we're while we're on holiday, actually, yeah. they were, uh, even more difficult, but. Um, and I managed to keep that up for seven months where I pretty much didn't touch a drop. I uh, felt a lot better for it. And uh, obviously being part of the Gong Tab in Black Sheep groups, there was lots of challenges being thrown out. Um, and a few good uh, group days that I managed to get on, uh, slab laying days mm. and um, that sort of thing. <clears throat> So it gave me a bit of focus, really, to to really uh, get through that um, and feel so much better for it. Yeah. And, you know, um, yeah, it was certainly a, a difficult time. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, I was lucky, uh, you know, I had the wife behind me. And she really, last year, was the one that was instrumental in getting me back into uh, the fitness full-time and the tabbing, really, because uh, my wife, Jane, she used to compete in athletics and has been out for a few years with injury and mm. work commitments. And she took up the couch to 5K and got through that and then started doing our local park run in Telford. Yeah, yeah. And uh, 
because of me drinking, we weren't spending a great deal of time together. And it, she suggested that I went along on Saturday morning and uh, ran with her. Mm. And I was a bit, bloody park one. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but all right, I'll give it a go. And actually, when I got into it, did a couple and thought, yeah, you know, it's not that bad. But I, I was finding the CF running at that point a little bit. It's not for me. Mm. So I thought, shall I see if I can, I can still chuck the burden on and uh, do a, a 5K run weighted? Uh, tried it. Got a, a decent time and then thought, well, you know what? The Paris 10 at Catrick's two weeks away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why, so, not? <laughs> Why not? Yeah. And um, tipped up at Catrick really with two or three weeks of training in, uh, behind me and uh, got a half decent time, uh, which was pleasing. And it was there last, well, last year. And I saw all these, uh, this group of guys and girls stood around with the gone tabbing shirts on and knowing the military parlance. So, and, you know, what's all that about? Mm. Looked them up on Facebook and the rest is history, really. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, got involved with that, and uh, it sounds a bit cliche, but uh, it has changed my life in quite a dramatic way, really. Do you know, do you know what? Same for me, mate, because I, when, when I sort of discovered Gone Tabbing, say, it was on my, my first fan dance, and I, I've covered it in a couple of podcasts before where, where, where you know, I'd, I'd just come from a sort of a quite a serious illness, and it was it was an event that I wanted to go and do. But, you, you know, I came out of the forces back in when I came out, 2001. And I've got to say, a lot of the you know a lot of the guys I was in with, I'm I'm in, I'm in touch with with a lot of them, but they're still, um, I, I have to say this, they're, they're still they're still hanging on to sort of that drinking and that sort of laddish culture of the forces, but not the and almost romanticising being in the forces, but they're not they're not doing the the fitness side of things, and I found it quite hard to sort of fit in with them almost as I sort of started to develop myself. And I think that was where Gone Tabbing came for me because I thought these, you know, these are people, and you know, we're all. Although there's 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 a very wide age group within Gone Tabbing, there's a lot of us of, of a certain age, isn't there? <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. Um, and and this type of fit, this type of endurance fitness is almost made for your sort of you know your thirties, forties, fifties, isn't it? Really? Well, I, I think you. For me, certainly, I've got a. I'm under no illusion that it's more of a struggle to do what I've, uh, what I could do in my twenties and, and early thirties. Mm. But I think now we just, you just got that bigger mental strength mm. that that seems to compensate for almost a, um, not a lack of fitness, mm. but a, you know that that age. Yeah. Group, you just you can push yourself a little bit harder. I think you you're not prone to giving up as much. No, 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 not at all. Because at think at a younger age, you've got you, you've got that explosive strength, haven't you? And you've got the speed and what have you. But you know, for me, I, I'm not. I'm by no means fast, uh, a fast CF runner. But um, you know, but if you put a pair of trainers on me and say run for the next ten hours, I'll go. All right then, and and, and off yeah. we go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, without that day, I mean, uh, yeah, watching you uh, do that ultra last year in Storm Kira, I mean, that was 
Yeah, that was phenomenal. Yeah, that was that was what probably the best event I've done. That really, really, really enjoyed that. So, if, uh, yeah, for anybody listening, if they, if they want to have a look next year, it's it's still going ahead so far. It's the Brecon to Cardiff Ultra, so I'm, I'm signed up for it. But uh, it's certainly it's certainly a good event, especially if you want to get into your first ultra. So, what's um what what's 2020 sort of look like for you then as regards um, developing your fitness? Because uh, I was talking to somebody in work the other day, um, and I think. There are two. There are two trains of thought with 2020, and there are a lot of people who are thinking 2020 is the worst year ever, and I've not been able to do the things I want to do, and it's just shite basically. And then I think there are those people who have, have taken 2020 as a, um, a, a as a bit of an inspiration, really, to do their own thing and develop their own fitness and develop themselves. And, and from what I've seen of you, uh, you seem to be one of those people. Yeah, definitely. I mean. Uh... I was really looking forward to 2020 being the year where I did my first avalanche event, first black sheep event. And of course that that's been postponed for obvious reasons. But, um, for me, 2020, uh, when lockdown hit, I was furloughed and we live in such a remote area. Mm. I could go out training and not see anybody. So I was actually out once if not twice a day because i'd walk the dog in the morning and then i'd be out tabbing or or running in the afternoons and um so for me 2020 has been a a good year my fitness is uh coming on quite nicely had a couple of little niggling injuries hit me here and there um but touch wood seems to have settled down and um does it there's been a sort of dark side to the Garm Tabin uh, community with a, what we've called the GT Paris Ken Elite group, mm-hmm. where we've been uh, training to put a, a Garm Tabin team together for the Paris 10 events. Mm-hmm. So um, because they keep getting postponed, we, we've pretty much been training most of 2020 now. Mm-hmm. And um, so we, we've all built up... Um, a really uh, good fitness base and um, I mean such a great motivational uh, group involved I mean you've got your your Scott Woods uh, Neil Stoles Kev Stokes um, your your John Vans I mean there really is too many to mention (laughs) yourself you know um pushing you all all the time mm. that i mean at the minute for personally it'd be a struggle not to improve yeah, yeah, yeah. um you know um we're all there's quite a few of us working to a training plan for a, a um a big challenge coming off a a, t- a gone tabbing team event in uh, april hopefully uh 2021 mm. uh which is um speed march attempt um so again at this moment in time we're training hard for that and we're following uh, a training plan that's been put together uh by neil skulls and okay, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it seems to be certainly for me um it's pretty much at the moment been all cf running mm. which i've never i've never done so much of as i am at the moment <laughs> So, uh, and it seems to be paying dividends. Uh, I mean, uh, tonight I've been out and done a 5K and got a PB, smashed my PB on 5K. 
And um, yeah, at the minute, I'm probably, I don't want to jinx it, but I'm as <laughs> fit, fit at the moment as I've probably been in a, mm. a, a very long time. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I think? I think the the CF run is the key, and I never sort of realised that because I was sort of training for Tavid events and doing a lot of weighted runs, and it was only really um, last year when I interviewed Nick Grange in his podcast, and you know I think one of the things he was saying on that was you know you know if if you want to go and sort of do the fan dance, walk it, then run it. And then, you know, if you if you can walk it, you can probably run it. If you run it, you can probably stick a little bit of weight on. And if you can stick a little bit of weight on, you can stick a little bit more weight on. Um, and I, I think that's definitely been the the, the, um, the thing that's improved my fitness was, you know, sticking a lot to the CF running. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, certainly for me, it's paying dividends at the minute. And uh, we've got um, a strength and conditioning training plan starting uh, this week as well uh, with uh, some circuits thrown in and some weighted um, exercises mm. um, so hopefully I'll be doing a lot more of that as well and I mean the, the Golden Road series uh, as you mentioned at the start of the yeah. podcast um, that was uh, it was brutal at times mm. don't get me wrong I mean, <laughs> it some real, real heavy challenges in that but um certainly um brought me on no end on the circuit side of it um because there was some pretty intense sessions uh which i i probably wouldn't have done in my training otherwise mate mate the last time i was vomiting in my back garden was probably about five years ago when i was sort of heavily into the booze but this year on that golden yeah. road I was, yeah. I was vomiting in the back garden again just going through some of the circuits that ken had sent out for us well, I think there was a two-week period where I was running past one of my neighbours' drives and I must have vomited in his drive three or four times. I must have thought I got something against him. Uh, I had to call round and apologise at, at one point. He uh, wasn't impressed, but, uh, you know, yeah, it was some... Uh, Real vomit-inducing stuff. Oh, wasn't it? Wasn't it just? Um, so, so you're on this training plan now. We'll talk about that uh, attempt just just in a minute, a little bit more, because I'm, I'm quite intrigued about that. Um, but do, do you normally stick to a training plan, or is it pretty much just ad hoc and what you feel like when you go out? I've I've always been very ad hoc. Mm. Uh, I mean, certainly when I was doing events, when I was with the reserves, I was very much a turn up on the day, do it, and suffer yeah. for a, a few days afterwards. Mm. Um, and it, it, again, it's only by looking at posts on on gone tabbing and seeing what other people have done that I've realised, yeah, really to get the best out of myself and mm. give myself a, a good chance of doing things like the fan dance and that. I've got I've got some time. Yeah, um, and and certainly yeah, uh, doing the Ali forty eight challenge mm. that that was a big eye opener for myself. Yeah. And uh, I'm looking forward to doing a third one with, at some point wow. with uh, uh, Steve, Ellen, Rex Walsh, and Darren Roberts. Okay, cool. Probably uh, sometime next year now, uh, due to people's other commitments. Mm -hmm. But we're hopefully going to incorporate a wild camp into that one. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be the extreme edition. Yeah, seeing as uh, <laughs> Steve himself. Uh, sort of brought that to bear so uh, uh, but yeah we're going to try and incorporate a wild camp to spice it up a bit as well so like but, um, oh, sorry go on mate 
no, literally doing the first Alicast 48 in uh, that I did in January. That was probably um, at the time one of the toughest things I'd done, mm. and that sort of brought the whole because uh, I didn't really train for very long before that and mm. um, suffered for a while afterwards obvious reason because i as as the tagline you put to it uh i think it was well it, it's simple, simple but not easy yeah yeah and uh of course i sort of thought four four miles every four hours <laughs> I'll, I'll stick 20 foot pound on me back to spice it up a bit <laughs> I was regretting that <laughs> massively uh got through it and uh but then uh thought yeah you know that's uh, that, that did wonders for me sort of endurance really yeah. and um and i've really enjoyed uh carrying it on with the 10 10 uh yeah. i've done that a couple of times now yeah, the so last one you're not last weekend weren't you yeah which is uh although we weren't we weren't doing it at pace it nah. was a great get together uh Dominique Brown and Edward Brown got it together. Uh, again, small group of us, but it was really good crack. Really good morning in some uh, quite nice uh, scenery and surroundings in Shropshire, um, which I, I really don't take advantage of enough. No. I'm, I'm 10 minutes from the Shropshire Hills, mm. and uh, I tend to spend most of my time either Brecon or the Cheviots, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is fantastic country. Uh, you know, but I really should concentrate on the doorstep a little bit more than I do. But do you know um, what? I'm only what an hour, an hour and ten minutes away from the Shropshire Hills, and I have never spent any time there until a couple of weekends ago when me and me and the wife um, booked that cottage, and we you know, don't think we were too far away from you. Um, but just getting out in the morning, running around the Shropshire Hills, man, it is beautiful around there. And I need to, I need to spend a bit more time around there because it was really, really nice, isn't it? Yeah. Um... I think because John uh, John Van uh, came for a tag with me last Sunday, and I told him it was relatively flat. <laughs> which uh, in Shropshire, there's yeah. not that many no, no. flat areas, and uh, he, the language uh, <laughs> was a bit choice at times. Well, I, I told him, oh, it's just a small hill coming up, and it was uh, yeah, it was a bit of a killer. <laughs> <laughs> I should I, sh- I should have warned him really, but yeah, he took he took it in good grace. So, so, so um, I want to talk about your marathon challenge in a bit as well. But this um, this speed march is this the one? Was it was it the Marines set this one? Was it round London? Um, yeah, there's, there's a video is yeah. on YouTube somewhere about it. Yeah, and uh, Rendell issues who posts on Garn Tabbing and uh, uh, a big member. Yeah. He, he he he's actually was part of the team. Right, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure it was a Royal Artillery team hold the official record. Yeah, wasn't it a bit of controversy over the trousers they were wearing or something? Yeah, I, I, I believe so. Uh, yeah, trousers and boots and bergins yeah, and it was bollocks. Was <laughs> yeah, as if it matters. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah, if you've done something like that, that you know, um, it, it was it was hell of a feat. Yeah, but you know, um, the idea has been put forward um, 
and there's a lot of work going on behind the scenes uh, mm. by John Van and Neil Scholes to make it happen. Where, and uh, where, where, I mean, we've got. To, we've got sorry, mate, come on. We, we've got um, a brilliant uh, group uh, that are training for it at the moment, just to try and uh, hopefully secure a place on the team. It's quite a big group. A lot of people have offered uh, support as well um, to to be there in the support role. And um, again, it's just provided a a good focus point for a lot of people in what what is a difficult time at the moment. Have you settled on on an actual route for that or or is that secret at the minute? No, I I, I think that a lot of that's still up in the air at the moment. Okay. you know, uh, like I said, John Van's doing a lot of work behind the scenes to make all this happen. Mm. And um, when he knows, we'll know. Um, you know, at the, at the minute, we're about three, three coming up to the fourth week of training. Okay. And uh, we were we were looking at an April-ish mm. date. So still, still quite a way to go yet. Look, um, what I'll do is I'll touch pace with John Van as well because um, as we're going to support vehicles and stuff like that, I might be able, well, I will be able to help there if if we need stuff. So I'll uh, I'll get in touch with John Van over that if we need support vehicles and drivers and stuff like that, we can I can certainly yeah certainly certainly sort you out with that as well. Um, Yeah, cool. So so your other challenge next year? Um, I mean, I know we're talking about this 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 speed march as well, but you've got something pretty major planned in February as well, haven't you? Yeah, I have. Um, I mean, as anybody that's on the Gone Tabbing and Black Sheep uh, groups uh, will know that there's people throughout the year raising money for the chosen charities, which uh, for Gone Tabbing, it's Pilgrim Bandits who do amazing work. And Carl Russian's group, Black Sheep, raising money for the Army Benevolent Fund and support our paras in memory of his brother yep and um i decided there was an event local uh to me which you could uh run seven marathon distances in seven days Mm. and that really interested me and i thought well i'd like to uh try tabbing it yep which the organizers uh we're fine with they they love the idea unfortunately the pandemic has mm. put the the um event in doubt it was due to take place the uh between the 7th and 13th of february next year um so they they've sort of put it on hold and i'd already booked time off work so i thought you know, I still want to do it. I'd like to raise money for the the Gone Tabin and Black Sheep charities. Mm. What can I do to uh, make it more appealing for people to sponsor me? And so I decided I was going to do seven marathon distances in seven days, carrying an eighty-pound burden. Wow! Yeah. Um, Obviously, through doing the Golden Road series over the summer, there was a lot of challenges in there with some serious weights <clears> being carried, <throat> albeit not for long distances at times. But um, I do regularly train with 55, 60 pound 
So I'm not to- going into it totally blind. Yeah. Um, but because now I'm going to be doing the challenge from my home area, um, essentially, or I'm, I'm going to be based from my home in Shropshire, mm. the first five days of uh, the challenge are going to be in and around the Shropshire Hills. Uh, the sixth day will be up in the Peak District in Edale, which a lot of the black sheep events take place there. So obviously that's symbolic for them. And then the final day I'm planning to do a day in Brecon on the beacons. Mm. Um, so I'm not making it any easier for myself. <laughs> I, I, could, I could just do 26 miles on the roads around me home mm. every day. But I thought, you know, I'm trying to raise as much money as possible. Yeah. Uh, I've had a lot of people come forward offering me um, support both um, with donations. I mean, my employer, um, the marquee firm I work for um, in Shropshire, where my boss has, uh, has pledged a lot of money on completion. Right, okay. A couple of other businesses local to me have said they'll pledge a few hundred pounds apiece on completion. Mm. Uh, donations from people within the Garn Tabbing group, as I have a Just Giving page that's live already, uh, have started coming in, uh, which I wasn't expecting. Brilliant. Um, one of the Garn Tabbing members is a distributor for lower UK military boots and has very kindly uh, donated my footwear for the challenge. Excellent. Big shout uh, out to Lower. So. Um, I'm a big fan of lower boots anyway, and I've worn them a lot in the past when I was with the reserves. Mm. And, uh, so they very kindly supplied me with my footwear, um, which I'm training in at the moment as well. Uh, so, and the support has been uh, already uh, has been phenomenal. I know you, you, um, people like yourself have uh, volunteered to come and help yeah, me yeah. for a couple of days during that week, whether in a support role or tabbing with me, um, which what I'm planning to do is have at least two people with me each day. So a uh, bit of accountability. They can mm-hmm. witness me wear my Bergen, uh, make sure I'm carrying the 80 pound. Um, basically, uh, I'm going to need them to carry spare burden, my food, yep. extra water, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, the the speed march attempt training is just lending itself to gearing me up for that challenge as well at the moment. Yeah. So it's, it's sort of all falling together at the, at the same time. Um, I'm under no illusion it's going to be a, a more of a mental battle that week uh, than, uh, than the physical side. I mean, physically, yeah, it's going to be extreme, but the mental side of it is uh, is going to be the, the tough thing for me, the recovery, certainly, yeah. between each day. Uh, I think there'll be uh, a lot of uh, David Goggins uh, <laughs> YouTube videos being watched, and, uh, yeah, yeah, podcast episodes being listened to in the evenings uh, for motivation. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I am genuinely really looking forward to doing it. Mm. And um, like I say, the support and uh, I've been shown so far on the 
on the group pages has been brilliant. And um, it, if I hadn't been a member of Gone Tabbing and Black Sheep, I'd never have thought of doing anything like this. No, 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 so no. Um, you know, uh, and uh, I did uh, John Van's Loaded Iron Man last uh, last weekend, which was quite emotional because uh, I'm not a cyclist in any way, shape, or form. And um, I was on the turbo trainer, and mm. I've got a mountain bike with probably the most uncomfortable saddle <laughs> in the world. And uh, being me, I decided I'm going to get the whole thing done in a day so it was for me because i couldn't i can't swim very well mm. i just i elected to do an hour's rowing seven hours on the bike and then a wow. 26 mile tab with 40 pound <laughs> i'm not going to say two two and a half three hours on the bike the cushions were coming off the sofa to put on the saddle. <laughs> I had a travel pillow on there. And my arse was uh, in bits. What, what uh, weight were you carrying in your Bergen for that? Forty pounds. Forty pounds on a bike. I just, uh, do you know what? I, I've looked at the Ironman and I, I think I'll probably end up doing it at some point. But I've just thought uh, on a bike with a, with a Bergen on, just it, it just seems like hell to me. Uh, well, it was and. Uh, I had to take a lot of breaks. Um, so I was behind schedule when John came and joined me for the tab element of it. And so we finished the tab around 11 o'clock that evening. Mm. And I, I'd sort of been on the go since six in the morning then. Yeah. And I still, I still had, I think, five or ten minutes left just to do on the bike. Mm. I, got, I got the rest of it out of the way but I had ha- half an hour to do on the rowing machine and I think I cried for the entire 30 <laughs> minutes on the rowing machine my backside was that sore <laughs> Mate, I, I, can I, I thought oh, I would, yeah it was emotional um, <laughs> I mean I mean, I, I was really I mean I've had some fantastic days with uh, members of Gone Tabby so again part of my 2020 I've been fortunate enough to go on the Gantanic Slab Lane Day in February on the Beacons, mm. which was the first time I'd met any of the Gantanic group in any great number. Right, okay, yeah. So that was a great day. Uh, I, I was fortunate to be there when John Van did his Iron Man for Real mm. uh, challenge. I supported him on the tabbing element of that. And again, um, what he put himself through that day and I've been, I've been really lucky to be allowed to be part of some of these things um, and we've had some great weekends uh, the Gone Tabbing Social that Eddie and Elaine McDowell yeah, were yeah. on yeah. Um, that was a, a phenomenal weekend and uh, quite a few of the, the high profile Gone Tabbing uh, members uh, Mark Bridge and Peter <laughs> Bell yeah, yeah. Uh, were there to uh, keep us entertained um, <laughs> yeah I can, uh, yeah entertains the right word for them too <laughs> yeah. and uh, so I've, I've been really fortunate to be able to be a part of a lot of these um uh, these events mm. and uh, either virtually or or there in person mm. and uh, i think with the evolution now uh, of the the air troop 
and boat troop and bushcraft yeah. troop elements are gone tab in. Mm. It's just added another brilliant element and yeah. hopefully uh, uh, even more uh, great weekends next year to come. Yeah. So, uh, I, I don't think... I don't, I don't think uh, John Ridges um, uh, Jr. basically realised what he was what he was building <laughs> when he when he put a GT together. I think you know he had the idea for a sort of a, a small community, but uh, it's it, it's it, it has grown massively, hasn't it? Well, I, I think certainly uh, in the last three months, there, there there isn't a week that goes by without new members mm. cropping up. Um, on posts, which is great, you know, and um, I mean, anybody that uh, is a member that hasn't posted anything yet or is watching from the sidelines, all I can say is please get involved. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it doesn't matter how small you think your post is, it, it, it'll inspire somebody, it'll make somebody laugh. Mm. And uh, like I say, there's there's no end of posts I, I read and it, it gets me out the door. Yeah, totally. You, know, you, you mentioned him at the start and he, he's a he's a again a big member of the, the, the group, Steve Allen, yeah. who's been on one of your previous podcasts mm. and uh, I message Steve quite a lot. We've kept in touch since we did the first Alleycast 48 challenge together and uh, I mean for me anybody that can convince me to get out of the house at three o'clock in the morning, having done 48 hours of graft, um, because it is amazing in my book, because I remember doing my last leg of uh, your challenge and I'm in front of the fire. It's half two in the morning. I've just done my last four miles. I've got my boots and my socks are off. I've got the dog on my lap. Fires going, coffee in hand, and I'll get a, a message to say, "You do realise if you go out and do another four miles, that's <laughs> double back." Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> and I'm like, "Well, fair play to you, mate. If you want to go out and do that, amazing. You crack on. Yeah. I, I really don't think I I can get out the door now. I've mm. just settled down. You know, twenty minutes, half an hour later, I've got a message through saying, "Are you out yet?" <laughs> <laughs> and it was at that point that I thought this guy's not going away is he no. <laughs> and I, I did put my boots back on and, and get out the door And uh, but yeah I, I mean uh, Steve uh, has been a, a big inspiration for me mm. on a lot of you know we keep in touch and there's so many people now on Gone Tabbing that do that you know you, you see a post and it, it does make you stop and think, yeah, you know. Yeah. I can go out I, I can go out for half an hour and run a you know, a couple of miles or whatever and and that's what the group's about, isn't it? It's been yes, said so. many times it's been said many times on your podcast. It, it doesn't matter if you can do a mile in six minutes or sixteen a mile's a mile. No, no. Um, I, I say, it, it's a really open and welcoming group. Like, so, like I totally echo what you said. That if people are there on the on the sidelines and want to get involved, then, then certainly start posting. No matter what you're doing. I mean, I mean, look, look what happened to us when we were out on on Penny Fan. Suddenly we meet a guy who's like, "Are you uh, are you doing a fan dance route?" 
and within ten minutes we've recruited a new member and he's he's with us all day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's it, isn't it? And it's yeah. it, it's amazing, isn't it, that when you're out about on the hills and it's that common interest, isn't it, yeah. being out and about or the fitness side of it or you know, and um that I I really love and um yeah, to anybody that on the group that thinks that they're not inspiring and mm. they're not part of it or they're not up to a standard, there is no standard. No. Just start posting, get involved and, um, you know, get the most out of it. Yeah. I like think- I said, with all these new elements coming into the mix now, there's so much scope. Mm in the coming 12 months hopefully um obviously uh pandemic yeah restrictions permitting but you know there's so much scope out there now to get involved and uh, i've i've been fortunate like i said earlier i've had some great days bagging gt slabs and and there's another great thing that and that's an element that's improved my nav no end and again, I've had some great days with you, um, Andy Thompson, Andy Steele, mm. um, you know, bagging slabs. And I've, I've had great days with Brian Anderson, mm. you know, and I've learned a hell of a lot from all these people since I've been a part of the group. Excellent. Um, yeah. yeah, I love it. It, it, it has taken over my life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, because I, even myself, I tend to have probably, I'll have a month, a year really where I'll sort of take off fizz and I'll think, right, I'm just going to sort of let my body recover um, and that's, it's usually towards the end of the summer because I'm not I'm not one for, great for sort of running in the heat or anything, so I'll take that off, but trying to get back into it after you've sort of taken that month off for me is, you know, all I've got to do is open up the Gone Tabbing page and I'm like, yeah, if he's going out, I'm, I've got to go out and... Uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll get out there and do it. So, you know, it is it is just constant inspiration, isn't it? Really, what what you see on yeah, the page gets you out the door. Excellent, mate. Look, um, it, it's been great great to speak to you, and we could probably go on chatting all night. Um, um, so you've got your so you you've got your two challenges lined up for next year. No doubt, if we're still stuck within this pandemic, you you've probably got other challenges in the back of your mind, which you know I have as well. I've sort of. I've got my year pretty much planned out without events. I think for next year of, of things I want to do, a couple of cheeky. Well, I'm quite looking. I'm quite looking forward to your next Alleycast challenge. To be honest, yeah, I'm, I, I will get that out in the next two weeks. Say so it's uh, yeah. I know we had a quick chat about it, and I'm going to wear uh, the, the t-shirts now designed and uh, it, it's ready to go. I saw so. that, yeah. So 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 that's that's gonna that's gonna appear in the next couple of weeks as well. So we'll, we'll get that out there. But yeah. I said I've got I've got my eye on a couple of cheeky FKTs next year, which I'm keeping quiet because I'd like to hold them for at least a day before somebody takes them off me. <laughs> um, I, I'm not bothered as long as I've got it for a day. I've, I've still got I've still got my other one that, that I, I bagged in the summer, so no, nobody's taken Fair that play. off. Me. No, well no, nobody's got that off me yet. Look, gr- great to speak to you, mate. I can't wait to see you uh, out on the hills again. I'll definitely be hanging around in February for your uh, for your seven marathons and yeah I'll um, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll get in touch with uh, with John Van and uh, yeah any sort of help we can um you know that my company can sort of give as regards uh, support vehicles and drivers on on the uh, on the on the record attempt then we'll we'll, oh, we'll fix that I'm sure it'll be appreciated definitely 
nice one, mate. Look, brilliant to speak to you. Um, and uh, no, no doubt we'll, we'll be getting together soon at some point on the hills. Anyway, as soon as we can get back out there, because I'm, I'm in a, well, I'm in a plague area, aren't I? So I can't even leave at the minute. So, uh, no, I think we're on. We're quite lucky in Shropshire at the minute, but I, I can see a, I can see a lockdown happening. So yeah, uh, we're, just, we're just playing it by ear. But um, I mean, hopefully things will ease and we'll uh, see each other for uh, the fan dance in January. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully that'll be going ahead. Yeah, but we'll, uh, I think we'll just have to play it by ear, won't we? But yeah, I'm looking forward to it, mate. Look, great to speak to you. Like I say, and uh, and uh, we'll get together soon. Cheers, mate. Yeah, take care, Steve. Cheers, mate. Thank Bye. you. Bye. So that was my chat with Ben Tench, a uh, great lad. I've uh, spent a few days out on the hills with him, as you heard in that podcast, and, you know, his story is, is certainly inspirational. Yeah, and he, he's, you know, just like the rest of us, just a normal guy getting out there and getting it done. Like I said at the beginning of the podcast, some brand-new Alleycast uh, workout gear over there on the website, which is at alleycast.org. Just click Shop Now, and you get straight in there. You can get yourself some great uh, workout T-shirts, as well as signing up for, for a few of the challenges. I've got a great guest lined up for you uh, next time, uh, which will be out in a couple of weeks' time. Um, carry on tabbing out there, and remember, always a little further. We stand together, united as one. Forward on we go, facing friend and foe. We will know what it is. We have not time for that. If we make mistakes, we are lost. <laughs>